At Discount Tire, we know your time is valuable. Get 30% shorter average wait time when you buy and book online. Did you know Discount Tire now sells wiper blades? Check out our current deals at DiscountTire.com or stop in and talk to an associate today. Discount Tire. Let's get you taken care of. You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez-Clary. Sponsored by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Thanks again to uh, Sam Greasel for joining us in the last segment there. We'll uh, continue with our all-star panel of guests with uh, Steve Mark of Inside Nebraska, who joins us once again on a Monday. Steve, what's up? How's it going? So you guys are telling me I have to follow. <laughs> well, yes, all you got we to do is have 18 points, 12 boards, and 7 assists, and you're on the same playing field. Yeah, I'll get right on that, guys. <laughs> All you got, look, get a triple double and you surpass him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was uh, he was something on Sunday, wasn't he? Just a, I called it a big boy game in my um, mm-hmm. game recap. Him and Derek Walker both had big boy games. Um, it was really fun to watch. It was a really cool, really cool atmosphere over there at CHI Health. I mean, Steve, you you and I were both there, man. I, I mean, how how fun was that last night? And then I don't know, I don't know if you heard, but in the press conference room, while Creighton and Greg McDermott are are talking, you just hear Nebraska celebrating in their locker room in CHI. I mean, it, it was pretty freaking awesome last night. Yeah, um, for everybody in red, um, it was pretty much the absolute <laughs> perfect outcome. And for everyone in blue, it had to be the most disappointing. Um, worst outcome possible. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was in that post game press conference, and yeah, I mean, when when uh, Coach McDermott and and the players were talking, you could just hear the hoot, hooting and hollering and go big reds um, right outside the hallway. And you know, mm-hmm. for, again, for everybody dressed in blue, especially the coaching staff and and some of the key players that were up there for Creighton, that hadn't that couldn't have um, felt good at all. We talk about Sam and his big game, and you kind of mentioned Derek Walker having his big boy game. But how? I mean, I asked Sam, but how important is Derek Walker? I mean, he's he's out there, you know, an undersized five going up against a seven footer in Kalkbrenner, and he's he's putting his shoulder in his chest and just going to work in the post. Wasn't that great to see? I mean, that was that's that's your six year guy, your six foot nine, two hundred forty five pound man, mm-hmm. um, just taking the ball right right to the hoop and not caring that there's a seven foot one. Um, you know, potential Big East player of the year um, in front of him. He just didn't care about that. He got the ball. He went to work. Um, he was confident. Um, the, the, the teammates were finding him. He was finding the teammates when the defense start when the defense started to collapse on him. It was a really really great game for everybody um, on on Nebraska's um, team. And you know, I thought you know um, Coach Hoiberg did a really good job um, coaching as well. And, yeah, I mean, it was just everything that could go right went right. Creighton missed 33s um, after the game. I was looking at the stats, and it's like, yeah, they they went 10 of 40 from three-point range. That's crazy. Just, mm-hmm. I mean, that's just not something that you would expect from a Greg, Greg McDermott kind of fast-paced, um, up-and-down offense like Creighton always has. Um, but, yeah, I mean, getting back to Derek Walker, again, 22 points, eight rebounds, and a lot of that was, you know, the, the hard buckets inside the paint against especially Kalkbrenner, seven foot one. It was just really impressive stuff. Steve, it seems like over the last you know twenty hours or so, ever since that game tipped off, there's been two arguments. One is that 
Nebraska shouldn't get a ton of credit because Creighton they Creighton lost because they didn't hit shots. And then you have the other side of the argument where you look at that ten and forty, but if you were in it in the building or if you maybe even watch it on TV, but I know in the building you could feel how suffocating. Nebraska's defense was and and how much they were flying around and they were able to recover on some crazy you know you know broken plays and broken defensive sets I, I mean how much there, there should be credit given to Fred Hoiberg for like you said the game plan for just overall adjustments this season embracing the defensive identity and then obviously the, the guys being able to go execute that yeah I don't I don't agree with that at all that like um, people would watch the game and not give Nebraska's defense credit because Nebraska's defense was playing lights out i mean you, you saw you know casey tomanaga in the middle of those rotations yeah. just sprinting his butt off um with his hair on fire um doing those scramble drills on defense just finding guys with the ball and then rotating when the pass gets off i mean it was just really something to behold and i i truly think that nebraska is is really turning a corner defensively and a big part of it is because they care about defense this year uh, it hasn't been like that in years past i think fred hoiberg he's found something with you know this veteran leadership-led group of, you know, Sam Greasel, Derek Walker. Those guys care about defense. They try really hard. They care. And another guy that cares a lot is John Gary, the transfer from Alabama. You know, he's not going to light up the scoreboard every single night, but he, he's going to get you those man rebounds, and he was getting man rebounds mm-hmm. um, on Sunday against Creighton. I mean, it was, um, it was really just impressive. And I think um, for anybody that thinks Nebraska, you know, Maybe maybe it was a one-off thing on defense. No, I, I don't think so. I think this 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 crew has really bought into Hoiberg wanting to maybe shift styles um, that he's always played with in his coaching career, and um, you know just take into account what kind of roster he has and what kind of roster he has right now is is a throw uh, is a slow it down on offense type thing. Focus on defense, muddy things up on defense, and um, win that way. And and you know some people call it rock fights, but whatever. At the end of the day, it could be a win and. I don't think that this team right now, this Nebraska team, really cares about how it's going to win, mm-hmm. just that it wins. Yeah, yeah. Sam Sam had said something that that's not sexy, it's not enjoyable to watch, but winning is fun. That's what he said yeah. uh, last segment. And, and so I, I think Husker fans would agree that they want this feeling that we're, we're experiencing right now to kind of stick around as, as long as possible. And they have opportunities as they head into Indiana and then return home for, uh, against Purdue in this really you know three-game gauntlet. Okay, Steve, let's go ahead and kind of transition to Husker football because Matt Rule had himself quite the weekend. Um, Nebraska's had to deal with some decommitments. Arnold Brown um, was was the late or yeah latest one this morning. I have to keep tra- uh, decommitments and transfer portal separate. Everything's happened. Um, but Arnold Bar- Arnold Barnes is the uh, the the most recent decommitment for Nebraska. But Matt Rule had himself a busy recruiting weekend inside the state, and then they also hosted a junior day that's kind of been swept under the rug with all this the, the Husker women's basketball team, Husker volleyball, Husker men's basketball. What have you heard just kind of the reaction from, from recruits, from, from parents, from just Nebraska's big recruiting weekend? Yeah, my, my good friend and colleague Greg Smith over at Inside Nebraska, he's done a great job updating um, readers, subscribers, and fans about that uh, junior day and by all accounts, it's been awesome with with what the with what the recruits have been saying about Matt Rule and his staff. I mean, I, I think the staff is doing an excellent job right now, just um, kind of introducing them to the state. Really, I mean, you, you've seen the kind of crazy schedule that that Matt Rule 
has gone on, you know, going to Norfolk and then to Pierce uh, to, to see Ben Bramer and then over to Scott's Bluff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so he's he's doing a really good job of putting himself out there and, and letting people get to know him and, and being a people person, which, you know, is sounds kind of like the exact opposite of what Scott Frost was. So, and I think yeah. that that's what this, this fan base needed, really. Um, so, you know, it, it might not, this transition year going into the 2023 season, you know, on, on surface, it might look a little rough. Who knows? Um, it's still really, really early. Um, the transfer portal could play a big part in that. But, you know, I, I think it's just setting a really good foundation, what Matt Rule is doing right now. Um, and, you know, I, I just think that he's doing it the right way, and I think people appreciate that, which which might help, you know, next year, however, in, however it ends up, ends up being, um, good or bad. So um, I, I just think that, you know, from what the recruits have been saying, they're, they've been really impressed with Matt Rule. They like his professionalism and, and how he's a people person. And I think everybody around here, that's kind of a breath of fresh air. At Discount Tire, we know your time is valuable. Get 30% shorter average wait time when you buy and book online. Did you know Discount Tire now sells wiper blades? Check out our current deals at DiscountTire.com or stop in and talk to an associate today. Discount Tire. Let's get you taken care of. Kind of keeping it on the recruiting side, we're, seeing this, we're speaking with Steve Mark of Inside Nebraska. Uh, you know, as you just said, Matt Rule and his staff are going around talking to the current recruits, sending out offers left and right. Uh, but the transfer portal, happy transfer portal day uh, for all that celebrate. Nebraska is <laughs> getting some people who are entering the transfer portal and obviously uh, some targets. How important is it going to be for Nebraska, you know, outside of re-recruiting their own roster and keeping the people that they deem important on their roster and not entering the transfer portal, but how important is it going to be for them to go into the portal and get some more experience, some, some talent that might be able to help them right away next season? Yeah, Rico, that's an excellent point because, uh, like I mentioned earlier, 2023, we don't know how that's going to go, but right now I think we have an unofficial count of, of like 10 Huskers, um, counting scholarship plus walk-ons who have, who have, um, taken to social media and said that they're going to be entering the transfer portal. The biggest one, obviously, is Ernest Hausman, in my opinion. Dakotas mm-hmm. Crawford um, obviously was a pretty popular one, but maybe in name only because he had, hadn't really done much on the field. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, it's going to be incredibly important, in my opinion, to, to you know tap into that transfer portal and get some experience and get some um, maybe just some offensive line help, some defensive line help especially um, because, you know, these transition years, with first-time coaching staffs, sometimes it can just go really poorly. And, and Matt, Matt Rule has a lot of experience with that at both Temple and Baylor, um, where he didn't win much his first year. But, you know, he laid a foundation, he did things his way, and then he started seeing results in the second and third years. And, and you know, he, he said that that's going to be the plan this year in Lincoln. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, the biggest thing for me is the quarterback situation. Um, with Marcus Satterfield coming over from South Carolina, he runs um, pretty much a, a, a pro-style offense, and it's a lot for the quarterback to handle from what I've read and watched up on, on Marcus Satterfield's um, offense. So I think if you can convince a guy like Casey Thompson, who'd be in his sixth year of college football and, and around his fourth or fifth different offense that he's learned, Casey Thompson is basically like a assistant coach on the field for you uh, playing quarterback. And I think that's that would be really, really, really valuable for for um, Matt Rule and his transition year, especially with Marcus Satterfield and his pro-style offense. Um, that kind of takes a lot of knowledge for the quarterback. Um, so, yeah, I mean, um, I, I think that they're going to really try to do their best in the transfer portal here 
And, you know, Nebraska is set up really, really nice. They got a new facility opening up, um, the one-time transfer rule. Uh, a lot of guys um, in there looking for new opportunities and, and fresh places. So um, I think Nebraska is sitting in a good spot right now. They just have to go out and find these guys. Steve, last one before we let you go. We're talking to Steve Mark of Inside Nebraska here. And Nebraska's staff, still some uncertainty on, on who's going to fill some of the positions or the you know who's going to lead the position groups, I should say, mainly defensive coordinator. We are still unsure on. And there was a lot of thought, common thought, was that he's probably coaching this last weekend. Um, I mean, what what are you hearing, if anything, on when the staff could be finalized or, or some possible names as well? Yeah, I haven't heard much, honestly, to tell you the truth, guys. They've been kind of much like the coaching search itself. It's been kind of interesting, um, quiet on on that front with filling out the rest of Matt Rule's staff. But you know, we we've heard the names. Um, uh, Phil Snow, he he was a longtime Matt Rule defensive coordinator. But you know, Phil Snow is sixty six, and I don't know what what his thoughts are about um, starting another endeavor like like nebraska would be so yeah. um yeah i i just don't have a lot to tell you guys on on names um but it would it would just really be beneficial for them to to secure a staff in the first place just like so and just for their recruiting efforts and you know how how much it would help in that area yeah steve did they get the playoff right uh yes i'm i'm super glad that tcu got in what do you guys think i think so too i am ecstatic yeah. that alabama didn't get in Ooh. I think a lot of people have Alabama fatigue, don't they? I was yeah. I was telling people all year after their first loss that they were left in the top ten for a reason, and I was terrified they were going to sneak their way in. Yeah, I mean, when I was sitting at home um, watching watching whatever game it was, I think it was halftime of the Big Ten Championship, and they had Nick Saban on um, kind of politicking <laughs> for, for the Crimson Tide. I was like, oh, boy, here we go. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I think at the end of the day, the, the selection committee got it right, and you, you know, just no way that you can put a two a two loss Alabama in over, yeah. over somebody with a uh, like a TCU with only one loss in the conference championship. So. so it was it was just announced. Ryan Day just announced that Jackson Smith and Jigba is out for the Peach Bowl. Of course he is. Um, oh. Yeah. So does does Ohio State have any shot? Look, they're going to be the underdog for sure. Um, but you know, the thing about um, Ohio State and although you know, Jackson Smith and Jigba is really really good. Ohio State is is very very talented, at, mm-hmm. especially at the wide receiver core. There's depth galore over there with the Buckeyes, so I'm sure somebody else is just going to step up. Maybe maybe somebody who hasn't played a lot and then just like winds up stepping up on the field and he's the next new big thing. I wouldn't be surprised to see that at all at, at Ohio State. But yeah, I think yeah. Um, I'm going to pick Georgia to win that one. Um, but I think Ohio State will give them a fight. I'm all about a Michigan Ohio State natty. I am not. Wouldn't that be something? Oh my god, Rico! Wh- cool. Why aren't no, you? No. Rico's out on it. No, I don't, no rematches. Okay, Rico, that's ridiculous. Why? Nope, don't want it. <laughs> Michigan will just do <laughs> give, this. give Michigan, me a reason. Why. Michigan will just do the same thing they did. I don't think the so. Same I, thing, because guess what? They don't. Have, they didn't have Blake Corum then. They don't have Blake Corum now, and their backup running back's getting even more time to to get into the flow of things and get in a rhythm. It's going to be worse for Ohio State. If I if I'm going to say one thing about that, I think it's just it's really hard to beat uh, another team twice, mm-hmm. and it's and I think it would be a really hard it would be a really hard endeavor to beat your yeah. rival twice. Look, and, and and the second game is when the coaching adjustments start mm-hmm. happening. And uh, I'm, I don't know. I think Ryan Day is a really good coach. Um, I know he's lost two in a row to his rival now, and that's not sitting really well with the folks over in Columbus right now. But yeah. I would love to see another rematch. I mean, look at look at yeah. K State TCU. 
No. I mean, shout out to Chris yeah, exactly. Kleiman. I mean, holy crap. Give me Hypnotoad versus the dogs. <laughs> That's <laughs> ridiculous. That too. All right, Steve. Hey, appreciate the time as always, man. We will uh, definitely talk to you next Monday. Absolutely. Thank you, Nick. Thank you, Rico. That is Steve Mark of Inside Nebraska. Appreciate his time as always on a very busy Monday. Kind of recapping Nebraska men's basketball's big game, or big win, I should say. And then now Transfer Portal Day. Um, it's opening up to Transfer Portal season. Happy Transfer uh, Portal Day to all that celebrate. Exactly. And you have decommitments galore. Galore. So, All right, let's go ahead and get to break. When we come, we'll come back, we will uh, have the uh, spillover. Crossover. crossover. Gosh dang. We crossover. The crossover. We don't spill. Cross yes. over uh, with Strick and Nate. Coming up next, we'll talk about the playoff, talk Husker women's basketball as well. We'll be right back on the happy hour. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. More of The Happy Hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. At Discount Tire, we know your time is valuable. Get 30% shorter average wait time when you buy and book online. Did you know Discount Tire now sells wiper blades? Check out our current deals at DiscountTire.com or stop in and talk to an associate today. Discount Tire. Let's get you taken care of. 